Hi, everybody. Welcome. It is Monday night, uh, about 7.15. Thanks to Joe Wicker. Oh, we ain't going Woo! deep from the yard side. <laughs> I, you know, I got to do that. I got to give him a little little jab in the ribs. Uh, we are coming to you live from Tampa Bay, Florida, with uh, the latest in news and current events. Uh, and uh, again, the, the most important relevant podcast in Florida politics. Um, your host, as always, Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, share, all that good stuff on all of our social media platforms. Platforms. You can find us on all the important ones uh, where we haven't been banned yet. Uh, you can also get the audio version of our podcast over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Samsung now, um, and Spotify. Did I say Spotify? Mm -hmm. I might have said it twice. Um, so uh, pretty much any, every podcast platform uh, you can think of, we are there. Um, uh, what's cool now is that if Samsung now has their own podcast platform, and so if you have a Samsung phone, it's like, boom, right there. All right, so just uh, give us a look, uh, and uh, we'll we'll be there. Okay, we're uh, putting up our. We try to be uh, judicious about our weekly episodes, uh, and uh, and if not, if there's an episode you can't find, just reach out to us. We'll make sure we get it up there. We try to be pretty consistent about it, um, and uh, as always. Um, plenty to talk about. Uh, we've got it narrowed down to tonight's four topics, although it was, it's quiet week and normally around the holidays, it starts to quiet down a little bit. Um, last week we had Scott Levinson. If you missed that episode, he's a candidate for Hillsborough County commission district one and, uh, uh, always a good guest. So make sure you catch up on that episode tonight usual suspects over at the big table. But before we go to them here at tonight's topics, we've got, of course, the Freedom First budget uh, being put out uh, just ahead of the legislative session by our very own Governor Ron DeSantis, America's governor. Uh, Chris Wallace making the big jump from Fox News to CNN. We'll talk about why and uh, uh, why. Um, <laughs> Honestly. Uh, the media is calling on itself to be nicer to Joe Biden. Go figure. You know, here we are. You know, here we all think, uh, of course, they're just uh, way too kind and generous. But apparently they're being mean. And that's why they're not succeeding, because the media is just way too hard on them. Um, and so the uh, Biden administration has found a new uh, target uh, for their disapproval. And that's the media. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Roe versus Wade, but not in the way you're expecting. We're not really going to pick apart the policy itself so much as discussing the overall environment, whether or not we are in the current environment for it to actually be overturned. You know, is this the SCOTUS that's going to get it done? Uh, of course, this has been a big talking point uh, for Republican candidates, presidents uh, for many years, uh, and it all may be culminating into uh, the biggest decision of what is, uh, I think you could label Donald Trump's Supreme Court, uh, given the number yeah. of people that he appointed to it. So let's go ahead and do uh, the big table. These guys are awfully quiet today. Uh, so I don't know how much that's going to make for a show. But joining me as always, uh, from left to right, the one and only Anibal David Cabrera. Hey. What's going on, man? Doing good, doing good. It yeah, was let me a, start our topic timer a, there. It was a crazy, crazy weekend, but it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. The wife and a bunch of her girlfriends and other people cooked, uh, cooked baked about 1,500. And days. not one of them made it to the studio. No, I'm I, I'm not that big of a chocolate person to begin with. So. I'm not. Oh, okay. But you are not a chocolate person. I am not a chocolate person. But I will say this. I will have cookies for you guys next week. There we go. All right. Nice and stale. Just how I like them. Oh, my God. They get better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! And uh, you know the the guy we just love to have on and can't have on enough. I'm here. I'm ready to go. I know you sound so excited. You need. What's your energy drink? You sound a little without. I, I, I don't. A little don't. without I, energy today. I'm actually upset. I went into my refrigerator and I looked for it and it was gone. Oh no! Heaven. So no. instead, I have a. I would talk to whoever runs this place here yeah. uh, about people stealing <laughs> stuff from the refrigerator. Yeah, um, I, I think we know him. I don't. I don't yeah. know. If he's, yeah. Um, that are you, you know, that, somebody has a red solo cup here. Who's they should do something about that. Cup. Oh, who has the red solo? <laughs> that cup? would be from uh, last week's guest. Oh, okay. uh, so. Uh, red solo. <laughs> I lift you okay. up. So that's what bourbon nope. smells like. It's been out for a week. <laughs> now, was, luckily, nothing's that, growing. That was in one there. of those songs where I was like. I should have thought of that. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> like brilliant remember? cup, the uh, brilliant song, the red solo cup song. Always good times. Always good times. You know, there's a lot of alcohol involved with that song. It was written. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you come up with a song like that. I think a lot of the songs when that, you're just past the point. It sounds of like a song that logic. was created, like just at some guy's house. Right. You know, yeah. like, so yes, yeah, someone, yeah. Ju- someone in the comment section is actually saying that it is his red solo. He's taking full ownership <laughs> of it. Uh, Scott Livingston, thank okay. you for watching. Uh, it's glad to see that you are. So I didn't have to call him out. I appreciate no, him we taking it. ownership. We, of did it. we did it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Um, we are going to go ahead and try to dive into uh, Ron DeSantis' freedom first budget. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's all anybody wants to do on a Monday. I kind of do. Pure water. Um, okay. You know, uh, there's a lot of numbers here, but we're going to kind of pull up the highlights. Um, uh, and the of course, there's nothing. That's what I talk about. <laughs> well, you know, there's there's some interesting is things that, in there. Is that there's, troll? Is you know, that just trolling, or are they serious? Well, I think are it's they? serious. I think you know when he talks about these buses and planes that come in and obviously they they make it much more mysterious they say come in the middle of the night and you know just drop people off and i do (laughs) i mean it's true these so basically the federal government you know gets all these people who've come in illegally and then just spreads them out around the country they just dump them out is somebody in like i heard they were dumping them in jacksonville the the florida allocation like the people that they were sending to florida that they were sending them to like jacksonville my question is is there somebody there to receive them? Well, that's what and I wonder too. And if so, why aren't we shutting that down? Like, like, well, like, why is this just happening? I feel like, yeah. like, how is a state just completely powerless that the federal well, government? Well, that's can, what, mm. and that's what Ron DeSantis is trying to get a hold on, and, and basically saying, okay, you are going to drop these people off here. Well, we're going to send them right back. to I you. love the idea or, of loading them, them up and sending else. them to Martha's Vineyard and <laughs> dropping them off right in front of one of the gates. You right. know. I mean, like, hey, you guys are all about helping out. We'll first drop them off at the Clintons and then the Pelosi's. Just do a milk run. Just do a a milk run. Okay. (laughs) Plenty of rooms. They have plenty of rooms. If you look off to your right, this is the uh, house of former President Barack Obama. (laughs) We'll be making a stop here, and we're going to need 15 individuals to go ahead and hop up yeah. it's like a tour group uh, yeah right <laughs> exactly any obama fans Next, any obama we'll be dropping fans off at the okay, great ahead. Yeah. come on let, come on up um exactly well and i wonder do they get any say as to where they end up because for instance you know i you know i have family that has migrated to this country you know and those of us that are here already you know um we're mostly a here in florida but you know sometimes there's some family in new york you know and and, and in some other places you know and so i do i I wonder is like do they get to 
ask, like, hey, uh, you think I can hop I on that one bus out to Georgia or? <laughs> what I think people don't understand is I don't, I don't think people understand that, um, that that is being used for a political purpose, right? Yeah. They, they want to place illegal immigrants in various areas around the country to change the demographics of the population. Allegedly. Yeah, sure they do. I mean, I mean, think about it, right? Like, um, I mean, not that not that someone has to go to not if someone's coming from a Hispanic community, it's not that they have to go there. But are the are the people that are coming across even given being given an option? I mean, I because I they might say, know. "Well, I have family in Texas, or I have family in Miami." No, they're sending them. They're dropping people off in in weird places, like 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 in, in Nashville, Tennessee, or something. It's like, why are you just dropping? Like they have no connection there at all, right? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Why them? not? Why not drop them off in a place where they're actually going to have some resources or some, a you know, support, some support, support system network of some kind. Right. Yeah. And to me, I'm convinced that it's, it's about changing the electorate. Here it is. You know? So legal immigration, the freedom first budget includes $8 million, which doesn't sound like much. Um, it's a lot of buses, a lot uh, of Greyhound buses. Yeah. To implement a program, uh, to assist the state's efforts to protect against harm resulting from illegal immigration and may include the transport of unauthorized aliens located within the state to other states within the United States of America awesome. or the District of Columbia. <laughs> or the District of Columbia. Right. Drop them off in front of the White House. Absolutely. Here you go. Welcome Just to America. Right on the front porch. I think the way Welcome. you solve this, though, is the other right uh, 2.4 million is going to go into the E-Verify enforcement. I think that's a big deal. If you sure. if you don't have the paperwork, you don't, you're not able to work, then you should... you. You should be sent home. I well, mean, and it's one of those things that we don't we don't enforce the rules that we already have in place. Is the government? I've never heard like you hear about these raids that happen. Yeah, you know, oh, they happen. You hear about these raids, but it's like, is it really enforced? Like, I mean, just on a onesie twosie level. Like, if I if I hire, okay, in my industry, everybody has to have a level two federal background check, so they have to have legal status to begin with. But if somebody walked through my front door and they didn't have um, proper paperwork or whatever, right? Um, they didn't have a permanent resident card, and they didn't even have a temporary um, a temporary work permit. If they didn't have that, and I hired them, what would happen? Like, would someone come to my would? Would, I think it starts with the report. I, it's like the IRS. Like, like something, someone come to my something office? Something has to flag like, them under the fact that, you know, you, you might be doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah, also, like, in your industry, I, I doubt that happens as often as it does agriculture and no, rural parts of the country. Hospitality. No, Hospitality. Yeah, no, deal. I know. A lot of it is contractors that are that are doing the hiring for the legit company. So yeah. the hotel hires a contractor. The contractor then gets the employees wherever they get them. Yeah. You know, and the hot and the hotels like, hey, we don't know anything about this. Well, this was, the, they're this, none the wiser. This so. was one of those issues that when I worked at Santa Rubio's office, you know, a lot of the guys who were following the rules, you know, really, you know, were sore about the fact that they're having to compete against the guys that aren't following yeah. the rules. Yeah. And uh, but and, how do you? What what do you? I mean, what do you do? Do you like just stroll through places and? You can't just ask people. Well, I guess well, but the that's cops, what I'm saying. The cops can't ask there, for citizenship, there are but they raids, really can't. But though. there are raids in these offices and these and these facilities for their identification. And if you can't provide it, you're going to know very quickly if you can't. We're in such it. a tough job market. I guarantee you that there's a lot of illegals working 
lots out. Oh yeah, I could have guaranteed right. you such that a top in a non difficult. A and what's crazy is that well, a lot of them are employment. Everybody talks about agriculture and hospitality. I'm yeah. I'm thinking there's got to be other stuff, right? Sure, like of restaurants. course. Restaurants. Yeah, restaurants I mean, especially. But that falls under hospitality. But but all I mean, the trades, all the trades. I'm sure the, if you the mom pay and pop. Somebody cash. I bet you the mom and pop like mechanic, you know, auto mechanic shop, you know, probably, yeah. you know, it's 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 one of those who's things. Who's going to find that you, person? That's what I'm saying. Like the mom and pop mechanic. No, are you want feds yeah, coming to yeah, a mechanic shop? Are, they're not being abused, and the reason why a lot of these other industries are abusing their individuals that they have because they are not because they are illegal. I think, they're being I think it's easy picking for the feds. It's like okay. Right. We're going to wait until all these people are out in the middle of a field, you know, and then we're going to roll up, it's you know, I mean, you can't go happens. nowhere. That's not when it happens. You want me to tell you where it's rampant right now? And, 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 and it's probably near impossible to actually track or, or, or narrow down or, or do anything about it is with the food delivery services and, oh, yeah. um, yeah. and Uber. Well, but don't and, they verify, um, aren't they? They're doing background checks. Doing yeah, but it's it's all done it's all done remotely. It's all done through an app. Yeah, no, you know, so you can have you can have somebody else's paperwork. You oh, can have yeah. somebody. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah, probably yeah, a lot yeah, of false yeah, paperwork. Yeah, yeah. You of, just you have know. to have a legitimate person get on there, and then what difference does it make? Like if like I have no idea who's delivering my. When I order Uber Eats, I have yeah. no idea who that is, right. and I really don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, the only time I really care is when I, like I don't Uber care. or Lyft. Like I want to make sure the person, I'm, the car I'm getting into, I, is, yeah. the, is that. But even same to that extent, I remember. That. And there have been I was in Chicago a few weeks, a few months, about a month ago, and there was two situations where we're in Chicago where the person that's driving is definitely not the person that's face is on. Yeah. I'm like, ah, you are not Kimberly, well, with, a 27 yeah. year old white female. <laughs> well, when I when I catch an Uber to ride, I, I check. I verify that I'm in the right car with the right person, but I verify the, the car. The car you can't. That the, is almost impossible. Yeah, the very do. first time that I did, that I ordered Uber Eats, I think was at a hotel that I was staying at, and I walked downstairs to meet the person. Right, you know, make them bring it up to your room. Right, yeah. I'm mean, gonna bring my lazy ass downstairs. Uh, you know, no, they're gonna so, bring my food to my room. Yeah, I'm like, of course I, they're I can walk. I can walk my behind downstairs. So I go to the I'm to the. I'm, I'm I don't out, want that person coming to my room. I, I'm outside the front door. Room. I'm outside the front door and this car pulls up and I'm, I don't know any better. I'm looking at my app and I'm like, it's supposed to be a white Hyundai. This is, that's like a red something or other. Like, what is this, you know? <laughs> and the guy's like, you know, calling my name and I'm like, yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I'm ignorant. I don't even know. And I'm like, yeah, but your car, like, what is this mine? Like whatever. And he's like, oh yeah, no, no, my car, other car's in the shop. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, now no. I get it. I was well, like, that I was going to be my now, next thing. They're probably true. That might've been true. Yeah. But the, but what probably was happening was that he was operating off his girls, his girlfriend's right. na- yeah. you know, account or yeah. relative's account mm-hmm. or whatever it was, because he probably was riding dirty. Yeah. Or he might not have been How easy would it be? I mean, especially pro- right. especially if you're delivering food and not actually transporting people. Correct. You know, because in that case, again, some of the, you never see some of these people because nowadays they'll just leave the food at your door and bounce. Yeah, I don't yeah, need my shrimp fried true. rice to be verified. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Until you no, get you're food right. poisoning. Yeah, so if you're illegal, that's the th- that's that's basically the gig right there. So, uh, yeah, there, so there's that part tons of trades. I'm actually, okay. there you know, other, yeah, there are other stuff in this in this report. So yeah, Lindsay, if you could pull it up uh, real I quick. I love the 105 million that's going to go into rural
uh, $100 million increase from last year. There is $100 million going into the Florida Job Growth Grant Fund to support projects that create workforce training opportunities and invest in critical infrastructure. We'll see how that much of that money gets pulled. Gets I always want to know what these job training things are. You always hear, you always hear tons of money. Tons of job money but training. you never see, I'm, actually I, see it. I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not saying it doesn't right. happen. I'm just always wondering, like, are we not training like where's the, where's the building that if you go in there there's like a hundred people. Have you seen the career source? Like, have you walked into like, a career source? There's one in the same complex yeah. here, and they've been closed because people keep knocking on my door asking <laughs> to find it for yeah, like yeah, unemployment. Right. I don't know if the career sources are open yet because of the pandemic, but there's that big one off of Florida and. I think Bush in Tampa, and I I'm sorry that is a huge facility. I would assume I that went there. A lot of, I went to the one out. in my. There's one right here in my complex, out by the front of the complex, and I went there looking for employees once. Yeah, just, the, the, I just was like, hey, what's up? I I see you guys are here. Like, do you have like employees? And they straight up told me like, oh yeah, for like, no, nah, not for you. Yeah, no. What's crazy is that they say here in they're like we just help with like resident. What they admin person probably no, no. What they were telling me was basically that the. And when I went in there, I did see it. I saw a couple people sitting at a computer, and it was it was almost like um, it was almost like a staffing agency for kind of like the like warehouse jobs. And it was like we'll help you build a resume. Like that was the service, and I'm like, really? I know that I the I, I I so when I was working as a CFO for a tech company out in Dade City, yes, they do exist out there. Um, we were able to pull a lot of some of our employees out from that career source in that part of Florida. However, I will say this: something that did catch my eye: fifty million dollars in recruiting funds for Visit Florida, the Florida Tourism Marketing Agency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, we're about to hit a trillion dollar budget. I we're just shy of a trillion dollar budget. Oh. Crazy, isn't it? And then that's and then no, but not 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 trillion, bro, not trillion, billion, no trillion. It's ninety. No, it's it's ninety nine point seven billion. It's gonna be a hundred billion. Oh, sorry, hundred billion. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, it goes to show you again. This is I mean, a lot, though. It's still. I remember I mean, when I first moved here. I remember the budget was like eighty billion. Yeah, but nonetheless, one of the billion. one of the points they make here. Where did we get twenty billion? Where did we get twenty billion dollars from? Well, it's the growth. I think it's the growth that that, that, that the state has had. Billion the amount dollars. of people that are moving here. I've lived here for thirteen. Check years. this out. So here's one of the points. Billion. Here's one of the points they make under taxpayer savings. It says Florida per capita state collections of two thousand and eighty six dollars is currently the lowest among all states, mm. and say that's that why again. people that, are moving. Say that here. again. So. Uh, Florida's per capita state per tax person. collection of two thousand and eighty-six dollars is currently the lowest among all states. Does there it tell you, you who the highest is? There you go. No, I mean this is all bragging about yeah. Florida. Well, we already know what the highest is. Like but what's York, crazy Missouri, is also, oh, yeah, you know, there there is a huge. I mean, the first like three or four pages. Let me see. Education. One, two, three. They increase the budget for education five, and, envi and environment six, every six pages just on education, no. just on the education well, budget. With education, yep. it's because we're growing so rapidly. And it's the first six pages to too, and 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 it's to shut the Democrats up and the, shut the teachers union up because they're constantly complaining, saying that like we're cutting education, which we're not. Right. Mm. They're constantly spending. The, well, this, they see, they see it that way because of the way that. constantly spends more money every single year on education. Right, constantly. but the way they spin it is because of the money that's going to charter schools 
uh, that used to go to public schools. Yeah. And so that's they, they to them. But it's not even that. It's to them, that's a, a cutting of the budget. No, it's because more children are going to charter schools. Well, that's they what I'm saying. Every single year. Yeah, and the money's following the child. Money, I, money follows the child. That's not the I state don't legislature with cutting funding. I actually really like the idea yeah. of the money following the yeah, child. Yeah, of course. But, but it's a lie to say that the state legislature is cutting education funding. That's a flat-out lie. Anyways, we talked about this earlier. A second round of $1,000 bonus checks will be approximately to 180,000 teachers and principals, not not principal aides. So um, $1,000 bonus checks to teachers. Yes. That proposal of the $600 million increase into the budget, or a budget, sorry, which is a $50 million increase from last year. So it's going to teachers pay, continue Florida uh, efforts to reach the minimum teacher salary of 47000 500 which some current teachers are being paid that now and teachers that have that and these teachers have been in the system for a while and so that has become a huge issue within the teachers well and uh, again situation. i want to reiterate that the reason we have a budget problem is because of our school board and the the bloated the, the bloated the budget in the middle management oh, um, so and the way money. that they spend the money i what mean people what people forget we is have that schools that should be closed Florida, we have oh yeah the state doesn't dictate how the counties right are spending the money yeah. and that's what people need to remember if you're a parent with kids in school your county school board is responsible yeah they're the reasons your we have the taxes, budget problems your it's taxes not the state primarily your taxes overwhelmingly look at your tax statement right but that's the problem it's going the union locally. the union representatives the school board members they, they all want to put oh yeah Oh, yeah. They like to blame Tallahassee because mm -hmm. that way there's really no nothing. There's better. nothing they can do about it. It's right. like, oh, Governor DeSantis. Like Governor DeSantis didn't ruin your budget. Okay. Yeah. You guys spending all this money on craziness is what ruins your budget. Uh, again, so moving from education, and we still have broken ACs. Yeah, moving from education to environmental, we're doing a nine hundred eighty well, million. And all the well, Republicans that voted for that Everglades. got scammed. Just so you know. Well, just and so I just wanted to point out that again, you know, it, it's notable the order that they put this in. You know, uh, because again, Ron DeSantis is also very environmentally centric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's he his first year, I mean, was huge on the environment. Because Republicans are conservationists. Yes, we're not wacky environmentalists. No, and we're and but and now we're turning the corner at a point where we're actually undoing some of the some of the damage that was done. You know decades you know if not centuries during the ago. explosive growth you know, that no, and right. where, where things were kind of out of control well and even in and, and again kind of redoing let's say the everglades and the flow that's coming yeah. from you know we yeah. did we did a lot of damage in 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 basically building the state yeah and to what it is and so now it's a lot of undoing of a lot of those like canals and things like that yeah. that again yeah. affected i think know. there was a lot that people didn't understand right like of when Dis like when disney came in like you have to acknowledge that all of the development that started really with Disney, right? Mm -hmm. And all the development around Disney, all those manicured lawns and, and the rules that you have to spray it and you have to keep everything nice. I mean, all that stuff in Central Florida works its way down. Yep. It gets into the river. I mean, I think I think we need to focus on, uh, and I'm really glad that we're focusing on the Everglades with the budget this cycle because there's so much ecological damage that we that we have done to that part of the ecosystem in Florida, and it's such an important part of even weathering like storms and dealing with climate control and raising a uh, rising sea levels. I mean, that's yep. a big reason why we need all that. Well, if people would just stop letting their pythons out, and <laughs> stop stop letting stop yeah flushing your pythons down. The and and if any of you want to go way. through this, is actually they did a highlights. So there's a PDF on there with the highlights. If you just search Freedom First Budget on Google uh, or any search engine, there's actually
actually a PDF linked. That highlights PDF is actually what we're going off of here. What's really interesting and kind of makes me makes me laugh a little bit um, is the fact that they you get to the transportation and economic development portion, and the first thing that goes into is actually um, affordable housing, then uh, economic opportunity, then it goes into uh, first responder stuff, illegal immigration, law enforcement, fair and free, safe elections. Like transportation is like it's so on the bottom. It's, <laughs> it's, so, like so, it's so down there. It's almost like it's like non-existent. I mean, it it takes about three pages before you get to the first mention of vehicles. Uh, so improving technology for vehicle services. Well, what um, do you think are the what do you think are the biggest needs from a transportation standpoint that the state, the state, not the county, that the state can really get involved in? I want uh, the what is that stupid technology? Brightline. No, oh. I I have an issue with Brightline, and my only issue with Brightline is is that we are focusing, that it's not here fast enough. No, the fact that we're focusing on technology from the 1700s when we should be focusing on technology in the future. Well, but it doesn't exist yet. If some of I mean we we could we could invest in Hyperloop. Where's Elon sure. Musk when you need him? I yeah. mean that is something that I really think. Well, he's we, got the he's got the the, the boring company. If right, we you know. could do a Hyperloop from Tampa to Miami, Tampa to Orlando to Miami, yeah. I mean, that makes so much more sense than building a choo-choo train that once you build it, you really can't move it because yeah. it costs so much per mile. And whereas with a Hyperloop, it's a lot less of environmental impact and everything else. And it makes more sense. A lot. Of, I mean, this is happening now up north. Not many people want to use public transportation because they don't want to be stuck in a tube with a thousand other people. That's something that's a big problem right now, which is what mass transit before with Amtrak, at least you had Whereas some in trains. Hyperloop, it's smaller groups of people. Yeah. And so yeah. you can control the population a little bit more. And I yeah. think that is what we should be focusing on, not building redundant technology. You're right. Yeah. Well, you can only widen roads so far. Yeah, that, that's that's the other conversation. You can't unless you live in California. You can go like ten wide. Ten <laughs> wide. Oh, I ran into uh, someone that is a is is a public transportation engineer who worked on the I four corridor, like uh, malfunction junction. I almost threw my beer at him. <laughs> I was like, I want to know why there is one lane from two seventy five to I four. That is ridiculous, yeah, sir. No, absolutely. There's yourself. so many parts of it that don't make any that sense. It makes but no sense. And he la literally when I, to I this is a real conversation. I asked him, he laughed at me, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw my beer, and now I'm getting waved to stop talking. Yes. So let's go ahead and uh, start moving in. If again, Freedom First budget, it's easy to find um, online. Um, it's a it's a pretty great breakdown of the entire budget. Um, and really, I can't see much that um, I would I would disagree with. Again, I would say maybe um you know the biggest issues right now florida facing is uh the homeowners insurance issue affordable housing i mean those are some of the biggest problems um but i mean can you really say that it's worth putting those ahead of education or the environment i mean that's kind just, of a just think if if uh if democrats ever took control of the florida legislature it would be like it would it would it would be like them just getting hold of like this pot of gold oh I mean, yeah they would they would start massive government programs massive government taxation and they would they would immediately institute tax because think about it if you raise just if you raised a one percent tax yeah. statewide i mean you would get billions but joe yeah. you would get you billions need to pay and, your and, fair and, share and <laughs> I mean, i'm waiting for somebody to tell me what my fair share is <laughs> um 
But uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm paying it. But I'm waiting for someone to tell me what it is. Too loud? Or just, no, too? just move it this way. Oh. It's like um, underneath you. There but, we go. Um, it looks inappropriate. But anyway, so don't don't vote don't vote for Democrats because we've got a good thing going as far as taxation goes. Lowest tax in the lowest taxes in the country. Um, staying open and free. People are moving here because it's a good quality of life. Like we got a good thing going. We can't yeah. miss. Yeah, this we up. don't need anyone else. So stop. Well, the good here. sign is, is that at least for the time being, the fact that the Democratic Governors Association isn't even willing to spend a dollar in Florida, I think, says a lot about the direction we're headed in. And I think that puts us in a pretty safe spot for maybe the next decade. Florida probably. as a solid yeah. red probably. is absolutely. I I never thought I would probably good for see another him. ten years. Yeah. I yeah. thought I would never see it. All right, so on our next uh, topic, not so heavy, not so impactful uh, when it comes to our day-to-day -day lives, but certainly big news nonetheless, uh, because after about, what was it, 20 years, 18 years? 18 years. Yeah, so about almost 20 years at uh, Fox News Channel, um, I would say they're they're kind of last of the, of the last generation uh, type of anchors that they had Good there wins. at Fox News Channel uh, has decided to uh, jump shark. Um, you know, and, and, and so shark. as Chris Wallace. Jump shark or jump ship? Jump ship, really. I mean, well, you can say ride. he's jumping the shark, but, yeah. you know. Jumping but jumping ship uh, is Chris Wallace, uh, again, longtime anchor of Fox News. And I think anybody who watches Fox News would say that it's it's probably been a coming for some time. Um, I don't know what the timing is for him, maybe other than this opportunity. Um, speculation is is that he's going to be joining CNN, of all people, who has uh, worse, the worst ratings in cable news. Um, but he's going to be joining their online streaming service called CNN+. Plus. Uh, my guess what? is that he's going to be the the anchor the core the you know the to drive that that vehicle you know as they try Into to the attract yeah. <laughs> as they try to attract subscribers look he is a great journalist and and the, the problem is is what always bothered me is when people would start complaining that he wasn't asking the right questions or saying the right things or because the conservatives didn't like it it's yeah. like well that's yeah. his job and i'm yeah. perfectly he's well, a journalist I'm perfectly happy with i did he made a mention on his exit video yeah. saying that at, uh, after 18 years, still no one had ever like questioned who he was going to put on and no one ever had like tried to censor him with questions and everything else. I like, I loved watching Sunday mornings with mom and dad. When I was younger, we watched him. I thought I was, I, I loved the live interview. I yeah. love the live interview. And I think that's what you, when politicians go up there and when, and when powerful people are in that position, they really can't wiggle themselves out of it. It's a live broadcast that's very difficult. Him moving to CNN Plus, it's like, it's I don't know, it's like ESPN Ocho. Like, I don't know what it's gonna look like and no one knows what it's gonna look like. So I'm very surprised that they're allowing themselves, allowing himself to be put in this position. Well, I, I wonder if I'm this glad, new- I'm glad to see him go. And, I, and I'm not, I'm well, not arguing. Why, why, why? I'm gonna tell you why, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not arguing that he didn't try to do, you know, uh, uh, a decent job as a journalist. And, and yeah, the fact that the fact that liberals probably thought he was too conservative and conservatives probably thought he was too liberal, that's probably an indicator that he was trying to, to do his job as a journalist. Here's, here was my issue with him. He was another one of these guys that when he would ask you a question and he would try to push people, and that's fine, but when you would give your answer, and this is typically with Republicans, this is who it would happen with. 
Republicans would give their answer, but then he wouldn't agree with it. So then he wants to correct the record. And I'm like, dude, I can't stand that. I don't like any reporter that tries to, they ask you a question, you answer it, then they want to correct you. It's, like, leading well, you yeah. it's like, well, well, if you're not going to even let me have an answer, then what are we doing here? Like, yeah, I'm not here. I'm not here to debate. How you. many? Well, you're the reporter. Yeah, you are. Not, you are here to debate. No, you're not to debate the if reporter. It's a, if it's no, a the live reporter asks you your opinion. And if the reporter knows that you're not telling the truth, yeah, or they're spinning. Not, yeah, but it's not the reporter's job to debate to, the person. To, to debate the issue. This, this is not a primary debate situation where yes, the person, the anchor that is leading the primary debate, should not be debating the people that are on the candidates. Ask However, no, but you're, you're talking you're, about no, stop, stop, because you're talking about a, an actual debate. Yes. Well, he is talking about as an interview just a one-on-one -on -one i want my i want my news anchor who is interviewing someone to push back if they know if they have additional if they're questions. not if they're not answering the question he would push back or what or if if he or he would ask follow-up questions but he would try to argue points and i don't i don't that's not so like so like if especially with trump and you could tell he hated trump right you knew he did so like he he would um he would just argue. I mean, and maybe I'm, and, and I don't even know if he, did he ever interview Trump one-on-one -on -one in the studio? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I don't know about it in the studio. Because, I mean, I mean, on his show, did he have him on his show? Cause I remember during the debate, he argued with the guy. Yeah. But um, anyway, listen, if you're a reporter and you're asking a politician, a policy question, and they're giving you their opinions on policy. You don't get to then turn around and say, well, that's not really true, but let's move on to the next question. What about, it's like, whoa, 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 hold I, on a second. I love know? it, I love it when they hold do it. Hold on a second they, All of them do it. They all do it. When no, they, when they, they, the, the when, reporters when don't do it to Democrats. No, they don't. Oh, yes, they, they let do. Democrats no. say dumb stuff. Yes, they do too. They let them say dumb stuff and, they, seen, and, they, and seen, it flies. I've like, seen him do it to Democrats. I've seen him do it to Republicans, which is why I loved it. He pushed back many times with Democrats and he pushed many times with Republicans. Well, because we pushed again, his ass over we, CNN. So who cares? He can go have fun. <laughs> he can go have fun at CNN. But plus. I don't understand. I didn't even know CNN plus existed. I don't understand that position of people. It doesn't oh, exist yet. Oh, it's, okay. it's supposed to get rolled out later on this year, later on next year. Well, and this is my this is my point on all this is that I think this is the first uh, this is the first move by that conservative investor, and I, I forget his name right now, that came out basically and said that CNN needs to get back to journalism because oh, whatever okay. they're doing right now is not journalism. Right. So of course the big you know rumor or you know or speculation right now is that cnn's jeff zucker who's been running the network for quite some time is going to be departing you know they're they're going to fire him soon you mean they um, want them to actually do journalism correct yeah exactly okay. well and then okay. they're and they're in last place you know they're right they're they're basically fighting for last between them and msnbc and so when you look at um you know the fact that they were they moved so quick on getting rid of Chris Cuomo. Yeah, um, you know, you're going to see a lot more moves like that, where it's very. It seems it seems like a very different organization. Look at how and high a lot they, of it's because a lot of it's because of this new ownership, you know, and okay. new leadership that has come in, and basically they're going to start cleaning house. And I would agree with you in the yeah. regards if he was going to CNN, normal CNN, but he's not. No, he's but this going, is top down. This yeah, is what yeah. I'm saying. So I think so a lot he, of people are going to get fired. I think a lot of people in CNN are going to get fired. In well, the but their months. recruitment of, 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 of basically a cornerstone of Fox News yeah. is a big yeah. indicator that they want to go after Fox's yeah, core audience. Yeah, but these people aren't going to CNN. They're going to CNN Plus. Yeah, but look at it. Like We were just watching Fox News Now yeah. right, right before the show. Um, it's That's an online channel. That channel does not exist on TV. 
that's an online network. Yeah. Most people don't know the difference. But CNN Most people Plus, can't tell CNN the Plus is supposed to be their version of like Disney Plus or look ESPN. How, look how far you're supposed CNN to play. You're supposed to pay into this form, and so the 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 and internet, it's going to probably be more straight news. The internet than it is, is really saying Chris that Wallace no. isn't going to attract young people. And that's so what, if you're that's talking what about wanna, some new yeah. news platform, I, I, that's why I don't understand it. I'm like, so okay, CNN Plus is going to be what? It's yeah, going to be like some like, mobile thing. It's, it's going like to be OAN, some digital. And it's kind of like, it's always, it's like OAN and Newsmax. Some of these channels, people don't, aren't able to get it through their cable, yeah. but they're able to watch it online. But you purposely go to those places because you want to eat the red meat of those kind of industries. But that's what I'm saying. That's what they're going CNN, on. No one watches, and so no one's going to pay for something like this. Well, that's what that, and that's, that's the prediction, I and mean, that's the problem with them. Or they to think push. that he brings an audience, and which he they, doesn't. They believe that he brings. An I don't audience. think he brings that big of an audience. No, yeah. and that's why I said he's the last of a generation. He is the last of like your Peter Jennings and your Tom Brokaw's and your you yeah, know, Tom. Right. He just and it, he I just mean, resigned also, right? Um, no, that was Brian Williams. Brian Williams, Williams yeah. you know. Which again, I I knew that he was either going to be able to resurrect his career. Um, or he was going to basically call it quits because after his downfall, I, I you know, again, it was kind of like, okay, there's only two paths here. Um, and, and him resurrecting his career seemed very unlikely. He was such a liar. Oh my God. Well, and it was, it was, again, he was of a different generation. You know what I mean? And, and, and Brian Williams was kind of the last of those yeah. kind of very yeah. cookie cutter, straight laced, like, you know, I'm a newsman mm -hmm. kind of, yep. Yep. you know, anchors. Um, you know, who have heated way for, again, a, a much younger, kind of more diverse type of presence when it comes to news. I'm old enough to remember when CNN was like the trusted source. Well, I remember of, it was the of, only source. Of, of, yeah, of, it was well, the only source. Right. So because of the fact that it was the first cable news network right. and it was international, and if something was happening around the world, mm -hmm. CNN was, was reporting on yeah, it. Yeah, right. And because they were there... It's like you trusted what they had to say, and I think that carried over to just the regular network in the U.S. Yeah. Even during, and they've fallen from that. They're they're garbage. I even mean, during the Trump administration, in the beginning of it, you were, like when something was going down the, around the world, you still turned to CNN. Yeah, and and even the other channels would, would kind of piggyback on what CNN was talking. Well, about. Well, you felt like you were actually getting news. You felt right. like you yeah. were getting news. You weren't getting any entertainment. You weren't getting any spin. You weren't, you know. And yeah. the problem is now it's it's it's. It's not that it's hard to tell the difference. It's just that they've now focused so much on spin and news and making it sensational and running, yeah. you know, graphics and yeah. news tickers and all this kind of stuff to make you think like every little bit of news is the end of the world. Well, then now it's it's like the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. And you can't distinguish what's what's important and what's yeah. not. Well, CNN used to be what was played on all the military installations in the right. TVs when you went into a waiting room or someplace, you know. Well, CNN, CNN International was yeah. much, even then, when you were like at an airport, you could tell, yeah. you even felt and looked different. And, yeah, right. You know, even the, because they were covering much more international. It, it felt very BBC. The military had to get yeah. rid of the, very BBC. the military had to get rid of that because it became too political oh, and controversial. That's so, why you don't see them on, so the, on the airports. They anymore. don't, right. yeah. It's because they just went way too far. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I I think what's going to happen in this situation is that what's in the airport now MS, Walmart I have TVs? no idea uh, the weather channel MSNBC yeah. is always to the left Fox News is always to the right Walmart. CNN just could not figure out itself <laughs> in that situation and it was pissing off a lot of people yeah also CNN has had so many scandals when it came to um when it came to the Cuomo brothers, right. when it's coming to uh, Don Lemon is becoming an issue now. Who is the who is the guy that was masturbating on on TV? Was that on CNN? Yeah, or was yes. that on MSNBC? He's on CNN. A, yeah, 
Not and he's Stettler. back on. He's yeah. back on I, the show. I, I'm not going to Google search that. <laughs> to see someone else put yeah. that into their search. It was like I, on a Zoom no, call. It, it was like on a Zoom. Yeah. It was. A, it was. Yeah, inter, it was an intercompany Zoom call, and he was uh, exposing himself, and he got caught. He got sent to the yeah. timeout. A little more than exposing himself. Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't see the video. And, and, and I didn't either. <laughs> and 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 he's back. Yeah, he's back because I I remember but I it's was, all but again it's all timing right like I think again like people talk like to kind of bring back Al Franken and they're like well yeah you know if, if uh, Al Franken's issue would be brought up today he'd probably still be in office yeah and they're right they probably yeah. would be yeah but the timing yeah. of when that story broke yeah. and yeah. then along with the Me Too movement forget it he was the he was going to be one of the first victims well the to point go. that somebody was making about that guy and I don't remember the guy's name but the guy that was exposing himself on the Zoom call was that he was allowed to stay and cuomo basically got fired for for what like a sexual allegation from a, oh, a, a previous a previous job and they're still investigating him because there's yeah. a lot more there than just the uh, helping his brother he was basically using his resources uh the the network's resources people at cnn to try to help his brother. his brother navigate the whole controversy with uh the sexual would, allegations would anybody expect any different no, but again, they, they I mean, goes, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's right. The problem. But, I it's mean, the fact that there's 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 so much uh, ancestral relationships there between the media and the government and politics, you know, that that this was bound to happen. And I'm sure it's happened before. Right. You well, know? you know, well, if you have a reporter whose brother is a governor of a state, they're going to be in the bag for that guy. Like, how can you how can you expect anything else? Well, when like when Cuomo like, was a reporter at ABC, you know, yeah, Jeffrey too, you know, yeah. so um, Cuomo was a reporter at ABC before he became, you know, big talent at CNN. Right, right he would interview him right because again it's your brother your brother's always going to give you the interview you're taking the advantage i, I, so, I thought yeah. well i thought um okay look it's not like i was a fan of cuomo either one of them but i remember seeing one interview where he was interviewing his brother and i mean there, there's there i can see where there's some comedy behind that it's it was, it well, was there's chemistry they were having you know? fun yeah, it yeah. Was, there's chemistry they were having yeah. fun while old brother. people are dying in retirement homes it's a lot of yeah. fun it's a lot yeah. of fun to well, be making fun of all of that stuff by the I'm way just, dude, i'm just dude. saying if your brother if you were a reporter and your brother was the governor of a state you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't be like bashing the guy no but you would also remove yourself from the position again cnn has rules that you do not interview family members and again they took full advantage of them allowing the governor to go up there and allowing him to go there i mean well, whatever would, they can for ratings. they were talking about him replacing biting on the right. ticket I well mean, we that's got what's off going the topic on. which is chris wallace anyway you know, it's but, uh jeffrey tubin uh, yeah. was out of cnn for eight months and they brought him back after his uh indecent exposure. see you later chris wallace i would find i would see his show on sunday i would regrettably watch it for a few minutes wow, you to see who the interviewee all. was <laughs> i liked him it I, wasn't I that exciting it. i would move on to something else and and then that's the thing like the sunday political show used to be a thing and like i don't even watch politics on sunday anymore right and that's the thing i used like, to, who I used would, to watch know, it's like who's even watch worth watching I used to watch because those used to be like the serious. Let's have a serious, yeah. in-depth conversation. C-SPAN about politics had some good stuff. And, C-SPAN you know. had some good stuff. I it, used to watch that. The caller call-ins on I, C-SPAN. Oh, that's just. I, are, I called are in as a kid once and got through. <laughs> I, I, I called in as a teenager and I got through. Oh my god! Well, Even NPR yeah. call-ins are funny, and they get derailed all the time. Last point on, on something that you said, Anibal, that I wanted to bring up was that um, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo's book deal was in the works, I think, was it like three weeks or a month 
after the pandemic started yes oh yeah, yeah. and uh so that, i thought that was a, a pretty yeah. hilarious his brother's book has been removed from um distribution oh yeah yeah. so th th i, I want right. to bring up one point about that though that type of stuff the way the way and I, I i wish people would consider this when they go to elect their politicians okay if you're gonna put somebody in a position like governor or president right they need to have a track record of decision making yeah because those types of executive positions are decision makers and the teams that they build around them and the decisions that they make are impactful and i feel like we've lost that we used to look for people that had legitimate experience business longevity in government or something like that right yeah. think about for them it was the cuomos were ju were the name exactly the just name. a name and so then what ends up happening is there's a, a crisis going on and instead of being the leader that you're supposed to be um you're doing book deals and huh. you're trying to figure out how you can monopolize on the and, crazy know, monetize the, the the crisis in yep. the middle of this pandemic what's coming out now is is that they Fauci had, was doing one too i think well but in the middle of this pandemic Governor Cuomo had like mid-level staff actually writing parts of the book. Instead of trying to fix and work on this pandemic, they actually found out that they had mid-level staff writing parts of this book and, and that that was their only priority. And that's not what got him impeached. That's not right. what got him removed. That's right. it, that yeah. didn't make him resign. It's right. because of the I saw, 20, what, 15 plus women with sexual allegations. Yeah. Like that's- I, I wanna get, even, I wanna get I don't wanna, the- I don't wanna say that, I don't wanna belittle the allegations that, that it is very important and we need to be exploring it and it needs to go to full fruition. However- Such a sexist. I know. However, the fact that die, killing grandma and grandpa was not the catalyst right. that got him removed. And yeah. uh, like I think it was 15 other states did the same thing that he did. And those other states need to do the same. They need to be reckoned at the same time. You, you need to have executive experience to hold those types of jobs. And we need to vote for people that have executive experience. I know people, I know a lot of people out there hate Trump, but I'm going to give you, and, and they think that he was an idiot businessman or whatever, which he's not. He went to Wharton. He has, yeah, he came from a rich family already in real estate, but he blew it out and made billions. Okay. The guy is successful. It doesn't matter what, what anybody wants to say, but here, I just heard of an, of, of, uh, I just read today of where Trump was meeting with Netanyahu. Okay. Benjamin Netanyahu. And he was meeting with him and they started talking about naturally peace with the Palestinians and whatnot. And about three minutes into the conversation, Trump just cuts Netanyahu, Netanyahu off. And it's like, BB, do you actually want peace with the Palestinians? And he just cornered them because Trump knew, Trump knew based on his years and years of negotiating and doing deals and having high level meetings with people about yeah. serious topics. He knew to cut through the crap and just straight up ask them, do you actually want peace? And he said that Netanyahu was like, well, you know, uh, da, ba, ba, ba. and basically Trump knew then he was like, this guy's not serious well, think about, about a peace it. deal. Think about how long Netanyahu has been in office, has been in, in the political and Trump process. Knows that. And Trump and knows in, that. Right, in the political machine in Israel. Right. Um, and, and what little has been accomplished to, to but that extent. But because of Trump's experience as a businessman and making decisions, and he has that gut instinct that, I'm sorry, if you're a very successful entrepreneur or businessman, you probably ha you have to trust your gut and you probably um, it's probably gotten you to where you are. And he just had a feeling and he, he just cuts him off and asks yeah. him if he even wants peace and kind of discovers that, you know, Netanyahu's not really ready 
to actually do a deal, which makes sense because if you think about it, that blows the lid on the whole issue and it lets Trump realize, you know, this is one of those things where both parties on both sides of that issue, they kind of like the issue. Yeah. Because it, it gives them relevance. It, it gives them relevance. It benefits them. And if you actually solve the issue, yeah. then that might actually be problematic for some people. And Trump went over there trying to solve the issue yeah. to see if he could solve it. And he very quickly in three minutes discovers you guys aren't serious about we, this after all. We have many that's topics. Who you should be voting we have for. many topics and discussions in this country that no one wants to solve. Yeah. Uh, Puerto Rico. Like they are right. like situations that no one wants to solve. Like welfare state. Like these are things that we're going to keep on arguing about. And again, I love bringing back this conversation that the West, but, the but, West Wing, the show, we're still arguing about 90% of the yeah. topics that they were talking well, about back then. And what, what Joe's talking about comes from someone who has been successful at a high level of business because those guys value infinitely value their time mm -hmm. and for them it's always about just getting right to the chase Get, getting yep, right results. right you know everything's right. results what, what, what are we what are we trying to accomplish here yeah. yes no what decisions have to be made okay yep. boom let's move on trump's the kind of guy that you could straight up say to him like netanyahu or any political person could straight up say to trump this is what we're trying to do because we're trying to win an election and trump would get that He'd be like, okay, got it. So uh, we understand that. So what about this? Like, he's just trying to make a deal and kind of is, I'm going to use the term, I don't like this term, but he's kind of like agnostic almost when it comes to some of these issues. It's like, he doesn't really care well, to a certain like, degree. Instance, he's trying to make something happen. Now, behind the scenes, you know, Trump's first campaign was a, a complete I mean, circus. Um, yeah, well, he just did rallies. But he just did rallies. You know, no, I know, but he at, did but, rallies but at the for ground, a year. But at the ground level, you know, the operational aspects of his campaign oh, it was, was a it complete was a disaster. It was, it was a, a circus. Was it? Um, yes. Isn't every campaign? But no, no, no. Trust me, people literally quit because of how just like just how crazy completely it was. It lacked leadership. You mean? Yeah, yep. and because again, like he was not a person of establishment, right? Well, so well, he didn't have. The, he couldn't he get. The, he couldn't get the people. Remember, you got sixteen candidates or 17 candidates everybody wanted to work for book for jeb for rubio right. for cruz everybody wanted to work so for, for you know but what i was going to say is yeah. is what what you can tie that to yeah. is looking at for example rick scott campaign the rick scott's campaign mm -hmm. who had very skilled very uh very effective efficient leadership uh, the one commonality between those two campaigns was that what do you need to get to win this election okay here you go like it was one of those, what do you need? Is that going to help us win this election? Yes or no? Okay, great. Here you go. So, And Trump and Rick Scott are, are, are different in that Trump believes much more in himself and his own brand. Yeah. Whereas I see Rick Scott, well, because Trump is really a sole proprietor. Right. Is what he really is. He's not a CEO. He's really a sole proprietor. Yeah. And Rick Scott is definitely the CEO. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, we have to build the right team. I, you know, I don't have all the answers. You know, give me, yeah. you know, how are we going to come to this? And he's much more of an administrator and a manager and a, and a CEO in yeah. that regard. So we went off, you know, quite a ways off topic. But getting back to, you know, Chris Wallace, CNN, you know, the state of the media, uh, you know, the the, the kind of hysterical op-ed that came out this week uh, was one where apparently uh, the media itself, you know, so it's someone within the media 
thinks that the media is the reason that the Biden administration is perceived as failing and perceived as coming up short and perceived as unfavorable and that the media is being way too tough on Joe Biden and that they're actually being tougher on Joe Biden than they were on Donald Trump and uh, woe is me and let's do what we need to do to get this country right back on track because that's the job of journalists uh, and, uh, and, 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 and that, again, this is at the foundation of uh, of, of what is wrong with journalism today is the fact that the media somehow feels that they are now the arbiters of what is good and bad for this country. And, and they feel that it is their job to dictate which direction this country should go in when it's not. And so anyways, the point being is that there's, uh, th there was this one piece and then a bunch of spinoff pieces that came from this one uh, editorial about how they think, think that, that all of Biden's failures are basically being caused by the media being way too tough on Joe Biden and not giving him a fair shake. Um, and, uh, and so that if the media were to, you know, just get on the right track and, and be a team player, that that's going to help solve all of Biden's, uh, Dude, problems. the media, the me, I don't see how you're, I don't see how anybody can see the media as anything other than the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. So yeah. we hear that's what the, they so are. We, hear, we see this report come out, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday right. of last week. Even the White House had like a press tour trying to talk to them about the the the, the failing um, polling numbers. And then over the weekend, you really see it. The, the View makes a huge comment about it on Friday. Uh, Joe Behart makes a comment about it. Um, Whoopi Goldberg talks about like, well, it's not really his fault, but blah, blah, blah. Todd, uh, Chuck Todd says that Biden's dismal approval rating is not his fault. I mean, these are these are things that people are just like, really? Are you really trying to spin this? Yeah. Now on the more of the business channels like uh, CNBC and some of the well, other given ones, the dumpster fire oh, that yeah. we're seeing in the vice presidential oh, yeah. so, office. And, and even with her, they're talking about how we shouldn't be piling on uh, the pile on on Kamala Harris is getting ridiculous. Like, that is from uh, the New York Post. Like it's just these op eds are just absolutely ridiculous now. Yeah. And it's and you could see the turn. They asked for the media to calm down with it because every week we're getting a new poll because the people are pissed off yeah. because of inflation and they're seeing how much it's killing the the average American. So now. basically the Biden administration is just asking the media to stop reporting on their performance. It seems well, that we've nothing, seen, stop yeah. telling us stop writing stories about inflation, stop writing stories about gas. You're making it tough over here, guys. Come on, we're on the same team. It, so quotes, we're on the same team. Quotes from the White House. It does feel like every week there is another poll, there's another new bottom, there's another this another new this like so they they are they are aware that this is happening and they're upset because again they thought trump uh, with biden in the white house he was going to get rid of COVID and get rid of trump neither of those things have really occurred like trump right. is still in the ether and COVID is and they are themselves are allowing COVID to continue to be the issue on well, hand and jen Psaki has just gotten progressively more arrogant oh, as so the time annoying. goes by you know against yeah. this media you know and to the point where like how she still has her job is beyond me because she's pretty much insulted you know every you know just about uh, more than half the country her job is to, to 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 play defense her job is that's spin. what she's doing she's spinning yeah. That's she's spinning she's and playing defense. I remember when. Um, I mean, she was literally was sitting on a news show. She was sitting on a news show, and they were asking her about some numbers that were about to come out. And she's like, "Well, I can't comment on the numbers because they don't come out till an hour from now." So you know what the numbers are. Yeah, you right. know that they get a heads yeah. up on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of Hector course. says that she's a cringe in human form. Yeah, I remember what was her name, Kellyanne Conway, Conway or whatever the um, 
No, 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 not her, not her. Who, Who was the Kaylee McEnany? Cal- Kaylee McEnany, yeah, the the la- the last Trump uh, press secretary. Yep. I remember she used to show up with her binder. Florida girl. Yeah, she would show the up with binders. her binder, oh, and oh, and and it would have tabs. Brutal. But it would have tabs, but she would be prepared because she knew basically every stupid <laughs> question that they were going to ask. Yeah. Literally she, down to like she'd be like, "I'm glad you asked." She like go to tab F, right? You know, and then she would, and then she would read uh-huh. off the stats, like the factual oh, yeah. statement right. that calls out the stupidity of the question that they just asked. My, I mean, yep. she the, was on point. The best one of those is that's is good defense. That's, okay, that's real. They're defense. asking her a question, and as they're asking the question, she is still looking at them, and she's like going towards yeah. in the binder, yeah. looking for it. And then you got reporters getting upset that she was doing that, and she's yeah. like. Why are you getting upset with me? Yeah, I'm answering your, your question. Point. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. And I loved it every but that's, single time. But that's defense. And I remember thinking, gosh, you know, she's she's pretty aggressive. I've never, I've never defense. seen anybody like watching her. And, and, and not that I've watched ever the press secretaries that closely, but most of them operate, you know, more or less the same. Um, but... In, in in that sense, her level of preparation and skill. You can see it. And it, it was like it was, see it. it was yeah. like watching, you know, it was like watching, you know, you, you see the NBA right. and then all of a sudden you see Michael Jordan <laughs> and you're like, Jesus Christ. Well, this, you might like, disagree just, with her. She was just playing on a whole new whole, level. Yeah. And, and even even if you disagree with her, I mean she's showing she's giving you an answer. She's not doing this whole we'll circle back. Well, you, I mean, Paskey or whatever her name is, she circled back so many times. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, even liberals started to give her a hard time. Yeah, about we, that. you can't keep, what do you mean you circle back? I mean, you've got the answers. You got, I mean, you don't, might not know everything about the administration. I think it was for like the first two or three months, she had like circle zero back, answers. Circle back. Exactly. Right. No answers. Exactly. And they let her do that. Oh, yeah. And, until people got upset about it. But no, I it think. It was almost right till, right till about the first hundred yeah, days. I think, I, think. She, I think she saw what they did to Sarah Huckabee and how much of a, how much of, uh, like they wouldn't even eat. Like I, I remember one of the Thanksgivings that she she baked pies for everyone in the in the room, yeah. and they were commenting and tweeting about how oh they don't want to eat the pie because one they believe it's like poison, and two they don't think that she cooked it. And she's like, really guys, like we can't even have a cordial like like this is this is not even that big of a deal. And so I never understood why people just didn't understand that you had to step it up That's as weird. a Republican as a Republican. Um, press secretary, you have to step it up. Yeah, That's weird. and she did it. Well, in uh, also I didn't, I didn't Sarah Huckabee, so she baked pies, and they got mad at her for. They got mad. Pies. I'll look at the. I'll look for the article, but I remember distinctly uh, some of the reporters refusing to eat the the pie. Would, what I, I would me. I would be interested in seeing what Sarah Huckabee. Can what I love is when she's about to be governor, and she's actually in Florida. She's, she's in Tampa. from Arkansas. You know, she can make something. She's in Tampa right now, actually, at a fundraiser. Is she? Yeah. Well, and what I love is is what I loved was when Donald Trump hosted the the college teams. Um, to come over to the White House for dinner. And I guess they asked them what they would want for dinner or, or something like that. And they basically had McDonald's cater the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That then, was awesome. And the uproar. <laughs> the media the they, uproar. They, 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 Because it's beneath, because to them, it's like, that is so low class. And <laughs> yeah. that's it was, to them, it was so low class and beneath the office. And that's where people but where, didn't understand Trump. Well, they didn't understand Trump and they didn't understand the average American. They don't understand yeah, the average American. It's yeah. like, I've never seen so much KFC. This is <laughs> 
awesome. <laughs> like, this is awesome. You, like, can, you can get whatever you, you can get. You can get a double family pack at yeah. KFC for like, the 20 I don't have pieces? to think about what I want through the drive thru. <laughs> yeah. It's all here. Uh, it's well, all here. And the college players love it. I can get it. all the dark it. chicken I want. Yeah. <laughs> I can get all the dark meat I want. The college all players the dark loved meat it. The, 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 the internet loved it. They yeah. thought, it, you know, they thought oh, it was the memes were amazing. You know, and and yeah, the, there's the famous picture where they're in the ballroom, and there's and Trump, there's like candle, Trump, the candle operas like or whatever. It's like the Last Supper, <laughs> yeah. and, You know, and Trump's there with his arms open, and, you know, and he's got like yeah. you know cheeseburgers and chicken. But if I remember correctly, fillets. if I remember correctly, the didn't the football players or was was it Clemson? I forget who came up there that year. I thought they like loved it though. They, they did. did. That's what I'm think, saying. Think about it's the media that did it. Yeah, they th- thought it was hilarious. They yeah. thought it was awesome. We're think in, about we're it. In you're in this gold clad room. It's the presidency right and we're all gonna have some chick-fil-a let's cut through the bs we don't have to see you don't need to sit down and figure out which fork to use screw that we're gonna have some chick-fil-a at the white house and have a good time it should should be the second fork by the way if you're gonna we're gonna go there it needs to be the second fork when in doubt are you advocating eating chicken and nuggets but that's also but you know that's also why Trump oh never fit in. So that's that's why Trump wasn't liked by yes. not only the establishment well, politically, the elites. he wasn't liked by the wealthy elites right. on Wall Street yeah. and and in New York or in New England. Right. None of them like him because right. to them he's like blue collar. Well, think like about he's it. Blue, he's those, he's he's nouveau rich to them. Those college kids <laughs> probably hated the fact that they had to be in a suit to be. Oh my gosh! And then imagine yeah. making them sit there for two or three hours, like at a, at some fancy table with some food that's not going to fill those football players no, up. Not at all. Uh-uh, not uh-uh. At all. And you're like you said, I mean, the whole ordeal, yeah. and I mean, you imagine being an offensive lineman for Clemson. You're 300, you're 6'8", yeah. 380. Like, well, the they thing. don't even make clothes that fit you. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, the jerseys don't even fit. You see the guys in the jerseys, even hence, the jersey doesn't That's why fit. they have to hide what dining room they are on college campuses. But that's yeah, the they thing. Have, they, they have to have their own yeah, dining room. They have their own. And so for you to find it is like a miracle. Well, well because they got to eat 5,000 calories. FS, FSU's yeah. uh, um, football dining area, Lauren was able to find it. And she's like, I've never had soft serve at a college campus oh with like God. six different flavors. And I'm like, really? She's but like, think about oh, it. Yeah. Cut through the crap. Let's have some Mickey D's and go on the and go on the White House tour. Right, like, let's exactly. cut the crap. Yeah. Let's not spend two hours And eating. they loved it. I mean, you, you yeah. saw them with like just like, yeah. head, like more hamburgers. Like sugar. Take all you want, boys. It's, yeah. it's on me. Exactly. But this is where we're at. When did we ever think the, oh, that was the, when the, sh- the liberals, that? the liberals would be, or Democrats would be the uh, the party of the elites, right. because forever yeah. dr- Republicans were they were bu- supposed the to be business, the business Republicans, yeah. and we were supposed to be capitalists and everything else. Yeah. And now, God forbid, you don't have an MBA as a Democrat, and it just they just ev- eviscerate you because well, of wasn't it. wasn't wasn't one of the wasn't part of the catalyst of that the government shutdown. Did, wasn't there an issue where the I government? Remember. I thought I thought like the workers were gone or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Like I thought there was some. I thought there was a catalyst there behind that that created. I thought the government. I thought the government was like on the verge of shutdown or something when the Democrats took over and Trump's like, screw that. You can't cook. You can't cook. No problem. We're catering McDonald's. Maybe I, I that thought, might have I thought, been. I thought yeah. there was something that precipitated the reason why he just did they that. They just brought in the McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. I, thought I thought it was, there was maybe, something that maybe. caused so that. So that event occurred January 14th, 19, uh, 2019. I think the shutdown, and Hector, look up this. I thought the, the shutdown was like later on in the year or yeah, like in December. I he he would have lost, well, he lost the house by then because every two years, you know, right? Yeah. So so he had, um, 
they had the Democrats had won the had won the house, control of the House in 2018. So in January 2019, they would have all been seated. I thought I thought there was something that put, I thought there was something that I don't remember that triggered that the purpose for that. But anyway, uh, whatever. So, right. Yeah, at the whatever. end of the day, they are they are very upset. The media is being told by this White House to censor itself a little bit. But then even the White House itself cannot get its get out of its own way. So uh, yeah, I think believe it was yesterday or Friday they right. did a a, dem a democracy now situation for a democracy freedom expansion and everything else. They had Taiwan as one of the speakers on. It's a Zoom call and uh, the the diplomat for the Taiwanese government started talking about the two different nations and the White House cut his mic and shut off his camera because they didn't want to piss off the Chinese who were not allowed to be at the conference because they are not a democracy. <laughs> well, and, and you, we've seen this time and time again also when they try to cover for Biden, you know, whenever he's had foreign dignitaries at the White House uh, or even when he's been in other countries and they'll literally cut the press off and get Biden either remove the press from the from the room or remove Biden from the room, you know, so that he doesn't have to answer any off the cuff questions. Well, that and you don't want to see the envelopes being passed around between the Saudis or between the Chinese <laughs> and Hunter. Hunter's got a Hunter's coming in. Drunk. Hunter's cut. Hunter's well, Hunter's stumbling in. I I just yeah. need them he's to, to make sure that Biden doesn't say end of message when he's reading for the oh teleprompters. That's happened now almost, I think, like four or five times in a row. You would think that they would know better to and just that's uh, the message, end, end of the message. script. That's yeah. end of message. Oh my God, that's annoyed me so many times. It's, it's well, becoming done sad. It at Bob Dole's funeral, of all places. I mean, you know, what a, what a, what a disgrace. Well, it was a me. prelude for his, so. I wonder what Bob Dole would have thought about <laughs> Biden. Well, supposedly, again, they came up through a very different era, very different environment in politics, you know, where those guys got along and they hung out. And they I think dinners but and, Bob Dole know. was a Trumper. He I was think, a Trump supporter. I think back in the day, I think back in the day and the, this the whole time Biden was coming up through the through the House and later the Senate, I think he was viewed as like just one of the good old boys, like nice guy, you know, like I think the establishment viewed him as like eh, if he gets if he becomes president, well, everything will be fine. You know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, that type of thing. Yeah. But he wasn't like hated by nobody. No, you know, he wasn't controversial and he wasn't hated by anybody in the establishment. So yeah. they were fine with him becoming president. But but now it's a different story, though. I mean, the dude's got some kind of, I mean, he's well, got some kind of cognitive And to your point, Anibal, you know, as far as him being a Trump fan, you know, again, a lot of people uh, kind of saw it as a nod to Trump mm -hmm. that he had Lee Greenwood there. You know, which, I don't know, it's a little bit of a stretch. Lee Greenwood's been singing that song for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, it's kind of like an unofficial anthem for the country. Yeah, but Lee Greenwood um, is a Trump fan, right? But yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I mean that song was basically Trump's, like, you yeah. know, his mm -hmm. theme song, you yeah. know, at every yeah. rally. Yeah. You know, and so some, some saw it as like a little nod to Trump. But I think we can't you know, even have a little bit of like, this is so annoying. <laughs> but did anybody ever interview Bob Dole about Trump? Did he ever, he, I know he's in bad shape. He has not done end. a did full interview. Did he ever, did so. he ever say anything about he has why not he supported done him? A full interview in about four years. I wonder why he liked him so much. And, but he was very much, but he was very much a supporter. I wonder huh. why. I okay. just wonder why. All right. So our uh, final story of the night. Thank you, everybody, for watching the art sign. Uh, again, Anibal David Cabrera. Joe Wicker joining me tonight. Uh, we appreciate you watching, listening, wherever you may be doing so. Uh, we have our one last topic tonight. But don't forget, you can also subscribe to the audio version of our podcast over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and now Samsung phones uh, have their own podcast platform as well. So if you have a Samsung phone, check that out. Uh, search 
search for the yard sign sign up like subscribe share it um uh we we appreciate you we love you for doing so um uh our final topic for the night of course isn't uh, so much roe versus wade itself um as it is uh the supreme court which uh again right now there are a lot of rumblings uh and especially in your mainstream media uh if you dig and you know where to look uh appropriately enough uh you're going to find some early reportings on this um but uh there is heavy indication that this particular supreme court um it, which is seen as a, what a 6-3 right now uh you know it is um five three you I gotta know. throw you gotta throw at Roberts the out of at there. the moment statistically but saying Roberts they're saying the it's about it's about a five to three that it's gonna it, they're gonna overthrow it right but yeah. but five that's what i'm saying so five to four you mean no this is the statistics are saying that it's gonna be a it well yeah but there's five, nine justices there's nine justices oh sorry five four because so, because roberts is gonna go oh wait no so that's six three i'm sorry let's yeah yeah okay. really so that Roberts ain't going with that. Roberts yeah, is at a, again, Roberts is at a ninety-one percent chance that he is going to um, overthrow. Really? Yes. Well, hold on a that second. That would be hold shocking. on a second. I, I I would like to just clear clarify that this is not overthrowing abortion like a lot of Correct. people think. Correct. People are acting like the Democrats are at, Republicans are acting like, or pro-lifers are acting like this is going to uh, you know outlaw Roe v. Wade, which, which is not. not, and and. And um, uh, Democrats no, are fact, acting. In fact, it might have the opposite. And effect, D- Democrats are acting like, like this is the end of the world. And it's like, first of all, the the law that's being that's that's before the Supreme Court is whether or not Mississippi can mm-hmm. ban abortion after 15 weeks. Okay, most abortions are taking place anyway prior to that. So what we're talking about being banned, which I'm in support of, is banning. Um, as much as we can, but but what they're talking about are the second and First third trimester. Tri- right. They're talking about banning second and third trimester abortions. Okay, um, so even if this passes, I mean, I, I'm happy if it does, but uh, I say passes. Even if the judges, you know, overturn, yeah, if they don't overturn the law, I'm okay with that. But um, this isn't. But does this but create the a mad, pro-life movement? I think I mean, this, I think this babies creates, are going to be getting aborted up to fifteen weeks yeah. all over Mississippi and all over the and and actually and actually, it's going to just allow the states to come up with their own That's laws what I was just and it's about to it's say. going to allow yeah. all of the Republican states to pass something similar to Mississippi. Well, already, the and, twenty-one states and, already have something that limits to what they call and, it the heartbeat laws, and yeah. and and and, yeah. and and all the Democrat states Herpy. are yeah. still going to be wide open. The Democrat California is not going to change its abortion laws right. because of this. And, and if, if you're in California, you're going to be able to get an abortion up until the moment before birth. And if that's what California wants to do, then that's what California wants to do. I think we have done the a argument dis- is we've done a whether, huge yeah. disservice when it comes to the communications of Roe versus Wade that it, we assu- that we have communicated that this is a zero sum game. Yeah. It's either you're a hundred percent for, or you're a hundred percent against. What I, where I and think, that that is something that this culture does not do anymore. No, nothing and, is a hundred percent. And where I think, yes, it is. Truth is a hundred percent. Yeah, but you cannot. T- again, this is where this goes into the situation. Your moral dilemmas and moral desires cannot be imposed on someone else's body. Not, I mean, it's so the argument, and we we really need an attorney here. But the argument before the Supreme Court basically is, um, do, does does the constitution provide a right to abortion and the um 
the the folks for the abortion organization that sued is trying to say that um, that basically the court should judge in their favor because of precedent that because Roe v. Wade was decided mm-hmm. the way it is and because of precedent they shouldn't touch it and the other side um, I guess the the, the um, state of Mississippi or whoever it is um, is 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 basically saying that. No, the Constitution does not provide a right to abortion, and therefore, that it, that it is that the regulation of of abortion um, should be left to the states and or here's the other thing, which to me is scary to Congress. So states and Congress could still pass laws yeah, right. that would allow abortion, and if you ask me, that would allow abortion up until the moment of birth, and if you ask me, that's really what's problematic here. So I, I, this is not as big of a win as I think pro-lifers think it's going to be because here's a couple of things. Number one, states and the feds can still pass laws that allow abortion up until birth, and oh, by the way, people think that's not true. It's true. Their abortion in the United States, we're one of the few countries left in the world that allows abortion up until the moment of birth. That's legal in the United States. Does it, is that the majority of abortions? Of no. course not. But, but it is legal and it does happen, okay? But also, also the real issue, in my opinion, as a, a strong uh, pro-life supporter, is that, in my view, the government has an absolute responsibility to defend individual liberty okay that's that that's the the defense of liberty and the protection of the country specifically like national defense immigration things like that those are core responsibilities of the federal government what could be more core to the responsibility of the federal government than to protect life that can that that is being taken outside of due process the baby is innocent someone else's baby the baby in the womb is innocent and it and no one should be killed outside of due process i don't the baby is not receiving you're going way into the weeds we're going into the weeds we're going that's the real argument yeah, I know, but again, we're, and we're not talking about. You that. cannot not talk about. that. You cannot talk about civil liberties. That's not what this case is. You cannot is. talk about well, civil liberties. It's an individual liberty issue. And then, yeah, but then you are also asking the government to take away someone's civil rights. No, no, yes, you, you don't. Are. No, no, because you don't have a right to kill somebody. You do not have a right to tell. You don't a woman have a right to, to kill your own child. You, you just don't, don't have a right to do, tell a woman what to do with her okay, own body. Okay, but again, it's not her body. It's not her body. It's a completely separate. See how quickly this goes. It's a completely okay. So. Because <laughs> that's the only way to get you guys to stop. Because we went down the very rabbit hole I didn't want to go down. Really, what I wanted to do was just talk about the prediction about whether or not you actually felt that with the current justices that we have in place, whether or not that Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. Obviously, yes, there are going to be many repercussions. And up until about the last, you know, maybe 30 seconds or so, I was, you know, Joe had pretty much stolen all my thunder, which it does. I think it leaves open the states to, make, to dictate their own policy. Uh, I certainly don't think, especially given Congress's approval ratings, that they're going to leave it up to Congress to decide, you know, what those parameters are. But uh, I think given Trump's appointments, uh, given Justice Roberts' unpredictability, I don't think he's going to vote to overturn it. Um, But I think there are enough on the other enough of the others on the, you know, that that are going to overturn it. Abortion's not being overturned. No, I know. We're just talking about this particular ruling. Concept again. We're talking about this particular ruling because letting states because this has been a guideline. Roe versus Wade has been a guideline. It has been it has been the line in the sand for so many years and saying, okay, this 
is what as a nation we've deemed acceptable because you know? what because what's coming next because the issue that still hasn't been addressed right is is when is it okay and and with the development of science we know more now than we did when roe v wade was decided correct and uh the science is on the side of life yeah it just is. No, I, 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 from a science perspective, I absolutely agree with you. And, and, and so, again, I think given the current climate, um, you know, and again, I think we're going to see states, you know, that way maybe we're heavily relying on Roe versus Wade as yeah. their as their barometer as to where their, their state should if, lie. Yeah. Legislatively, are going to have to revisit this. Uh, I don't think Florida law, has that problem. No, if the Mississippi law stands, then what will happen is, is um, – and Texas uh, is that states uh, conser conservative states will all pass legislation with a, uh, a a timeline probably 15 weeks to mirror you know yeah. what's already been successful and they'll have that and they'll have that timeline there and what'll happen is is if you get pregnant and you want to kill your baby in Florida you'll you'll fly to California or you'll fly to New York, or you'll and fly you know what? to. Those states will probably pay and, for and, your airfare, and they, so that you're able to get an yeah, abortion yeah, when you want to have an abortion. Yeah, because it's about money. Because yeah, no, sure it's will. because those, it's a business. Again, you are. It's a business. We are again. If we could just take a step and just talk about this, some if Mississippi and other conservative states a lot put themselves in the position that they would go down to 15. Other states that we've seen in other parts of the when we have other topics like this will go the complete opposite. They already and, are that and opposite, allow though. for that. They already and do. Will allow and what California's already saying uh, that they will be abortion. an abortion state and they will be perfectly proud of that. Abortion in this country reason, is allowed the up reason, until the moment of birth, just like why in China. We allow this conversation. Okay, so okay. gosh. And the reason why we have such a heated conversation is because no one's willing to take a beat and understand that this is not a black and white conversation. No, this and I don't. And, and, and honestly, at the it end is. of the day, I don't think it's going to change much. I don't think it's going to change. No, because you see what anything. happened here. I am completely pro pro life in my household, and my choices is pro life. I don't believe. I should have the right to dictate what other people do with their bodies. The same way that I believe the government doesn't have the right to dictate who you sleep with or who is in your bed. Right. So I cannot, right. I cannot map where you go from, I believe in individual rights to where I believe yeah. in telling someone that's and, not in my household yeah. and not in my belief system that what they can do and cannot do with their body. And since scientifically the baby is genetically completely separate and different from any other person on the planet, it's its own person. So at what, so at what time should there be abortion should be allowed? shouldn't be it shouldn't be see that's so now we're at a point where there is no wiggle room whatsoever there shouldn't be and there will always Why be wiggle room be? in this conversation because you cannot take the rights of well a, there are of life or death there's circumstances no, but that's where the that, point there's but no there are life, life or death there's but there no are, right no it's not yes there, there are there are no. life or death circumstances no. that that bring you to that 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 uh to that no. decision we can talk about this offline those but the absolute situations are absolutely is what's going to continue to have this conversation the way it is so, so even in the case yeah. where 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 the woman's life is at stake. Okay, what you're trying what you're trying to bring in. I know we don't want to debate this here. What you're trying to bring in are situations where, um, no, in that circumstance, the 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 baby is delivered, and the baby most likely. Okay, if we're talking about very early, would not survive. That's true. They wouldn't. No, not even. Okay? Let's say you but, know. But that's not. But that's that's not the same as abortion 
for convenience. And what 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 bro abortion proponents try to say is they try to say that what they try to say is that like let's say a baby dies in the womb, but it's not out of they convenience. Try, or, like, like for example, let's use one of the most say, famous examples out there, which is Tim Tebow. Right? Tim Tebow's mom came out and said that she was going to die. You know, if if she had given birth to Tim Tebow. Okay, they had said that there was the likelihood that she may lose her life if she went through with with his birth. She decided to take that chance and and give birth with, to him anyways. Okay, you know, and so right. uh, and and so obviously very pro life. This was right? prior and to this, him, is, this was prior to our it w and we don't have the facts in front of us here. But are you saying that are you saying that he was too early in the in the pregnancy to have survived outside of the womb? Is that what you're saying? No, I, I think because, she had carried him. I think she carried him full right. term. So here, here's what I'm one of the things is, is that her life was at stake. Yeah. So here's one of the. So here's right. So here's the thing, right? If you've carried a baby seven months, eight months, nine months, right? And people and the doctors say, "Hey, your life's at risk. You don't have to abort the child. You don't have to kill the child. You deliver the child." You do an emergency C-section or you induce labor. You deliver the child. Now, if the child doesn't survive because of whatever medical issue, then okay, that happens. So what happens if but the mother you, dies? But it's not necessary to abort the child. So another so example. what happens if the mother dies? Another example. Well, that's why you have the emergency delivery. That's why you deliver the child immediately if that's if that's the circumstance. Yeah, but it, but a C-section like, is easily as traumatic. You know, to the to the to the body. So we're gonna cut a, the baby. So we're gonna go into the uterus and cut the baby up and so Come on, dude. Come on, really? At that age. So another perfect I'm example is not a when doctor, so. another perfect example is when is when women have cancer, and if you give a pregnant woman chemotherapy, it will kill the child. Okay, typically, I mean, it's going to kill the child. Sure. Okay. And, and that's one of those very difficult situations where, of course, they present that, that information to the mother, and the mother has a choice. She either undergoes chemotherapy to save her own life and kill her child, or she avoids the chemotherapy in an effort to save the child, and she may end up dying herself, right? And that's one of those circumstances where uh, pro-abortion advocates try to make it seem like, see, that's why we need abortion. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> You're trying to save a life. If the mother, if the treatment of the mother kills the child in the process, you're trying to save life. If death occurs there, that's a completely different scenario than saying, well, we're just going to throw our hands up and abort the child. And secondly, if the mother's far enough along in the process of the pregnancy and you're faced with that decision, then you say, okay, what are we going to do? Well, we deliver the child. And if the child survives, that's that's wonderful. You if the child not. doesn't, then then that's unfortunate. But we've done this to save life. You cannot force a woman to have a child. Abortion you in this country, people don't want to acknowledge. To they have it's a just, child. You look at the data. You look at the you data. Something like ninety-six and a half percent. To have a child. I don't know how how much more difficult this conversation really is. You okay. are mandating when someone you have a child. Repeating your talking point doesn't accomplish anything either. Ninety-six and a half. just saying that there's no wiggle room whatsoever. Ninety-six and a half percent of abortions are for convenience. Again, so if we're having so the argument about, you want if to criminalize. Okay. Abortions. Okay. Is so that, let me, is that your end goal? Okay. Well, Do you let want me to criminalize. Let abortions? me ask you a question, Enable. Because what's going to happen if, is that this is going to go underground, and you're going right, to have women doing a right. lot. 
right? Isn't it? So, isn't that true? Or so, people are going right. to then cross so over let me the ask, state let me ask border? This question. So let me ask this question because people love to corner Republicans. No one's with, loving with the, this conversation. I the, hate the, the whole, fact that we have to have this conversation. People try well, to again, throw. We, no. we, this wasn't the conversation I want to have. So people people I, throw into Republicans' face. Well, what about the life of the mother? Well, okay, let's have that conversation then, really quickly. Then, okay, I just said ninety-six and a half percent of abortions are for convenience, and when you throw in rape and incest, it's not even one percent. So let's let's go that route then. Okay. Do you honestly think that if the Republican president and Congress or whatever, when you have it, when you have the ability to pass a law, do you honestly believe that if they came out and said, okay, we're going we're gonna to compromise, we're going to say rape, incest, life of the mother, uh, that's allowed, and then the other one, all others are banned. Do you honestly believe there's a single Democrat in this country or Democrat politician that would go along with that? The answer is no. So quit bringing it up because it's not really... It's Who not. It's it not up? really an issue. Did I bring it up? Democrats bring it up, you and, are going, and, and Republicans. You, are you brought it up. What they can and cannot do with their bodies. So, would you support a law that bans all abortion for convenience? I didn't say <laughs> life are, of the mother. I didn't say life of the mother. The moral judgment on these women. Well, the government's you, job is to protect the life. The government's yeah. job yeah. is to make. Which people. is the same reasoning they're using for the vaccines. Ironically, I mean, you know, and so again, are you or are you not for government, Ironically. the government making healthcare decisions on right. your behalf, you know, and Joe, and, are you okay with the government making healthcare decisions on your behalf? No. Okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> but I, but I have the ability. We'll leave it at that. I have the ability to make those decisions for myself we'll, because we'll I'm not, that. because I'm not a minor child. I'm not six months old we'll or six weeks old. That. If you're okay with the government making. You're also not a woman. You're, if you're okay with There's the that. government Doesn't making matter. these decisions, it is what it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, everybody. Thank how, you so much for watching. Because as you around. know, this uh, topic could uh, easily go on forever. Uh, Johnny Torres here. Thank you again to Joe Wicker and Evil David Cabrera. Everybody for watching. Uh, sharing liking commenting on tonight's show uh we appreciate you very much don't forget you can catch the audio version of our show over at the tech overlords at google apple spotify audible amazon um iHeartRadio and uh, samsung podcast platforms uh well on behalf of our producer Lindsay and uh, the our cast tonight thank you so much we'll see you back here next monday night seven o'clock so long everybody bam, bye -bye. Bam, 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 bam.